Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. How shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace who bring glad tidings of good things. And then Philippians 2.13 says, God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. (laughs) Philippians, I'm going to read it again. Philippians 2.13 says, God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Luke 4, 18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Why don't we share that with people? Why don't we tell them that the Lord has said, the spirit of the Lord, who is he talking about? His father is upon him, for he has anointed me to bring good news. Who is he bringing good news to? He's bringing good news to the poor. He's proclaiming to the captives that they will be released. He is talking to the blinds, uh, telling the blind that they will see. He's telling the oppressed that they will be free. This is good news. Then he says um, in John 3.16, he says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Also, we want to think about whatever things are of good report. And that is a good report. That if we um, believe in him, you will have everlasting life. That is a good report. John eleven thirty eight 38 through 44 says, take away the stone. Jesus came to the tomb where Lazarus was buried. And every, you know, everybody knows this story. It was like a cave and a stone lay against it. And Jesus told them to take away the stone. Well, it says here in verse 39, the sister of Lazarus, Martha, she said, Lord, by this time there is a stench for he has been dead four days. And Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God? And after they took away the stone from the place where Lazarus was lying, Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And then when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, Come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was 
was wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. It is good news to hear that Jesus has authority over death and the grave. It's good news to know that our Heavenly Father always hears our Lord's prayers. And it is good news to know that he hears us if we humble ourselves before him as he did for our Savior, Jesus Christ. It's also good news that according to 1 John 5, 14, if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. And then it says, if there is any virtue. When I think of virtue, I think about how Christ is compassionate, patient, and loyal. And if anybody has anything they would like to say, I want to encourage you to come on, on, come on in. Um, compassionate. I believe Christ, a virtue of Christ is that he is compassionate. For in John 5, a man who had been infirmed 38 years was lying at the pool of Bethesda, waiting for the angel to trouble the water. But others would make it to the pool before he could step in and be healed. He couldn't get there in time so he could be healed. But Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. This man, he um, received his healing because Jesus had compassion on him. Does anyone have an example of our Lord showing you kindness? Does anyone have an example of you, of the Lord showing you compassion? All right, I see we have someone named Spacey. We're so welcome. We're so glad to have you. And we thank you for joining us. Hello. 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 Hey, Mochella. How's it going? I'm doing good. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you fine. How are you? Amazing. Amazing. I mean, you know, you couldn't be more correct. Um, you know, unfortunately, we live in a time where, you know, the spirit of mammon is still entertaining to the eye, right? All the worldly things, the riches, the pleasures. That, you know, the, the messages of Jesus, unfortunately, isn't that entertaining to people. And I know this because I used to think like that uh-huh. and um you know the fact that he really is you know he was granted lord over all things after his spotless sacrifice uh-huh. like, that really means all living things and all dead things like from two thousand years ago or a million years ago like all of them and it it's kind of mind-blowing because you know the end is not here yet but, you know, right. it seems like the world has found some kind of stability that, um, you know, they think that they don't need it. Uh-huh. But, you know, if you understand who came before you, who molded you before he came on this earth, and who you... Hello? <laughs> my, my buddy just called me. Um, yeah, uh-huh. whenever you see the, the thing go me, it just don't usually a phone call but um i was gonna say um he's the one that was there before we even came on earth and 
he's also going to be there after. So it's, yes. it's actually like extremely important. But, um, you know, now I believe kind of towards this end times, which we heard then, um, the spirit of God is being poured on his children in many different ways. You know, huh. people are starting to wake up. I'm seeing more and more fellow believers. And, oh, my gosh, I can't be more grateful for what God says for me. I mean, he definitely chases me like a father chases a son that he loves. Like, like, and I'm talking mm-hmm. like like a kind of chastening that's a, it's a little supernatural. I, I, I don't go around telling people that. <laughs> and, um, you know, he pulled me out of that pit and uh-huh. brought light back into me and showed me, you know, that he had this in you all, all along. So it made me so much more grateful, you know, something similar, kind of like the book of Job, like, I didn't even believe stuff like that could happen to people, but yeah, it still does. So it yes. that salvation alone, that, that um, divine intervention, that... Hello? Okay, there you are. <laughs> which the earth does not know. And then, you know, the high and glory. Yes. Up. Yeah, after that happened, after the chastening, that was when I was actually able to finally see the depths of all the wrongs that we do, you know, ignorantly. And then the height and the glory which he gives to those he grants mercy. And it was a really awing experience for me. And I don't think I can ever forget about Jesus Christ and, you know, God and his son and his angels and all the good and holy things that he does um, in the unseen uh-huh. world that, you know, we can't see it, but we can feel the testimonies of the unseen faith when we, when mercy locates you, uh-huh. you know, grace will find you and honor will find you. So before honor is much humility. So, you know, I can't be more than thankful for Jesus. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I'm, I'm young, and I'm kind of like, you know, one of the, I've, I've noticed that I'm one of like the fewer younger people in my generation that's kind of like pro-Jesus right now, thankfully because of what God did for me, you know, because of that chastening experience, I don't know if others have even noticed, you know, what's been going on, you know. Yes, I understand. Someone was always there. He just uses different people like you. But, you know, I believe when people hear, hear the message, they're like, oh, man, like, you know, because not a lot of people I know are seeking him at that level. So, you know, I, I know that most people feel uncomfortable, and they don't need to feel uncomfortable because this is this is salvation. This is really what it is. It's alive. And it's alive and well. You know, talk about life. What is life but only a fleeting moment? So don't get carried away because any day that hourglass can be cut off and nothing will save you from that day. So we have to really be prepared. Um, I've been noticing, you know, that, you know, even the church itself has been kind of... Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Yes, I hear... Okay, you can hear me. I don't know. My screen is like... I thought I was like cut off until then. I was like, I hope I wasn't even talking to myself. Okay. No, we can hear you. Um, I've noticed, I've actually noticed, and this is like once you really see the 
indebtedness, and once you tap into your spiritual side and you know throw away your carnal side, um, I've noticed even the current modern church of the world today has kind of reached a, a mundane gospel um, uh. of salvation. Um, the time for repentance is now. Yes. The time for repentance is important because the kingdom of heaven truly is at hand. Like something so heavenly and glorious, you know, some people don't even think twice about it. And that time is going to come for everyone regardless. So thank you for, you know, standing strong on your faith and, you know, just preaching. I know it's not easy for us fellow believers because it, it almost seems like, you know, we're the outcasts. For whatever reason, you know, that seems we do know, you know, the current rule of this world and why things like that happen, but, you know, we're more happy that we're even, we were even looked upon to be chosen to preach the good news based off of actual experiences that we've had in our lives, not just from, like, just reading it. Like, this has happened. I can tell you've had your own experiences, and I've definitely had my own share, so, yeah, thank yes. you for sharing it, and I'm here to support anyone who is of the well, thank you for joining in with us today, Spacey. I enjoyed your comments. I hope that you have a blessed afternoon. Is there anything else that you would like to say? Oh, yeah, there's so much I can talk about, but I'll, I usually keep it brief. Um, I would say right now, instead of, you know, we, we live in the time of grace, and it's by grace and it's not by work. What I'm starting to realize, um, you know, some people truly, some are kind of being misled by the idea of the work, you know, you go to, some, you go to church on Sunday, you know, da, 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 you don't do the, evil, the like, the real bad evil, you know, because everyone believes in this idea of forgiveness. But I think this is a time where men and women should be getting spiritually trained, and God is actually raising kings and queens in the secret place, I, I realize. Um, here, right here on Earth. Uh, this is something that, you know, most people don't even know. So this is like the time where, you know, for all the calamities and all the the ways that the adversary is throwing at us, there is a solution, and it, it truly is in a secret place. Um, it takes a while to understand and you know, submit yourself in that place. But once you do, it's a truly different experience because it's something that you do in the spirit. You know, you won't see anything. You know, you're not you're not supposed to see anything. You know, over time, you know, you'll start getting visions of the night that will be from the heavenly Father, and things will start to make much more sense to you. It'll be more aligned with your intuition. So, I want to leave with that so that um, I can put a little bit of a an excitement and cooler message of it. I mean, he truly is raising modern day kings and queens in the secret place right now. Like, I can, I'll be testifying soon enough. So, like, <laughs> and I want to spread that message out there for, for anyone who feels like, oh man, they've tried, the world is beating you up. Know that the spirit inside you can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. And that's, yes. the, real thing. that's the real thing. You know what yes. you say, believe it. Yes. Amen to that. Um, Amen. Amen. I enjoyed your words. You know, it is it is true that 
to me and and my thinking at my age i'm a great grandmother but i am seeing more and more young people on fire for the lord and they i agree amen. with you i have I got been seven so seconds here uh, so amen yeah rock on <laughs> Yes, thank you so much, Spacey, for joining us. I also believe uh, and have been teaching for the last three or four years. Now is the time of repentance. I actually believe that um, we need to be encouraging one another, spurring each other onto good words, sharpening each other. The word of the Lord says, iron sharpens iron. I believe that we are to sharpen each other, encourage each other, lift each other up, spur each other on, edify each other. I believe that we should be telling uh, those of our brothers and sisters, our children, our families, our friends, our neighbors, whoever we can tell, now is the time to repent. <laughs> now is the time to repent. And I believe that if we share the goodness of the Lord, the things that we're talking about today, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is lovely, whatever is just, whatever is of good report, if there is any virtue, if we would share this scripture and have in mind uh, our beliefs about Christ Jesus, how he fulfills this scripture, if we would meditate on that and focus on that and share that with other people, I believe that many people would begin to uh, come out of depression. They would come out of uh, the spirit of loneliness. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been by myself now for, I don't even know how many years I've been by myself now, but I am a great grandmother and I, you know, I'm here alone a lot of times by myself. Well, I'm not alone because I spend my time focusing on the things that Christ is doing for me, for my family, for my friends. I love reading his word. I call the word of God, the Bible. I call them letters of instruction or love letters because if I focus on that, and I, and I dwell on the instructions, I feel his love for me. So you can call, I call them uh, letters of instruction. I call them letters of love. I believe that he loves me and he has left these uh, instru instructions for me so that I can continue to grow. Uh, I try to cut out things that are not conducive for spiritual growth. Some of the things that we watch on TV, I don't know about anybody else, but there's some stuff on TV that just turns my stomach and I turn it off because it's not aiding in my growth. It's not aiding in my spiritual growth. It's not conducive for spiritual growth. I can't say it enough. <laughs> It's not helping anything. It's negative. You know, another thing, a lot of times we are bullied by the enemy. And the enemy could be circumstances. It could be situations. It could be people with uh, 
uh, unbelief and hatred in their heart. And we allow, the, the scripture says, um, uh, resist the devil and he will flee from you. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes the enemy acts like a roaring lion. I say this all the time. It's, it's like I'm singing a song, you know, because I say it so much. But he acts like a roaring lion. He sharpens, he, he shows his sharpened claws. He, he bears his teeth. He stands up over us and, and he, he looms over us and, and he acts like he's a mountain or a big bear. Uh, he, he's, just, he's just trying to be fierce. He looks fierce. But he isn't a lion. He isn't a lion. He's not fierce. He has claws, but they are not, they're not scary. Why? Because Jesus is the lion of Judah. He's our savior. He's our keeper. He is praying for us. He is talking to his heavenly father on our behalf. He's standing in the gap for us. His blood covers us. His blood sanctifies us and cleanses us. He is everything that we need. And when I focus on Jesus, the enemy doesn't seem fierce. He hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and a sound mine. <laughs> oh, he is compassionate. He is patient. When, Pil when Philip, sorry, when Philip was having uh, difficulty with his faith, Jesus was patient. And he said to Philip in John 14 and 9, have I been so long? Have I been with you so long? I'm sorry, I'm, my eyes are not doing justice today have i been with you so long and yet you have not known me philip he who has seen me has seen the father i am in the father and the father in me the words that i speak to you i do not speak on my own authority but the father who dwells in me does the works. I don't know about you, <laughs> but that to me is beautiful. That is worthy of, that is an attribute or a virtue that is worthy of mentioning. Why? Because in Christ Jesus, we have everything that we need. And he, and he was saying to Philip, he says, have I been with you this long? You know, how many of us have been, um, as we say, Christians or believers for years, and still we don't know the Lord. I see we have someone coming in. I can't pronounce your name. Mr. Khan um, is joining in. All right. Well, I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us here next Saturday at 3 p.m. 
for the conclusion of Meditate and Focus.